Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast once again. I hope the audio sounds a little bit better. I changed up the setup a little bit. You know what I mean? Always trying to improve for y'all folks. Um, It doesn't really make a difference for me except for minus is my wallet. I can tell you that much. Hey, with that being said, man, football's back, people. Football is back. Let's go, the Packers. Let's go. Football's back in the house. Oh, man, we can all be thankful for that. If there's one thing you can unify under, no matter who you like or root for, we got football, baby. So with that being said, very thankful, very thankful, very thankful. Oh, man, how about, how about, has anybody kept up with the Giants? I'm not a Giants fan in any way, shape, or form, but that Giants fight, I heard about the Giants fight, and, uh, I mean, it was pretty remarkable just to hear that, you know, you got O-linemen retiring the, the day after from the team. They just, like, they're out of here. They said, look, I'm not, I'm not down with what you got, what's going on here. I'm just going to go ahead and leave the league at this point in time. I believe he was like 30, 32 years old, something like that. Um, you know, best of luck to everybody and whatever went on over there. But I do want to add Daniel Jones was in the, in the bottom of this. And Daniel Jones was in there, you know, getting down with the get down. I'm not really sure what all happened. I know a lot of players said, you know, much respect to Daniel Jones in that scenario. Um, with that being said, I only bring this up because I was listening to some old interviews, um, especially from Aaron Rodgers when he was talking about Mike McCarthy issues. And he said, you know, me and Mike, one way we when we had an issue, we got face-to-face, and we talked about it, and we would be face-to-face. And then when it came up to uh, Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings, and he was speaking about them, and he said, you know, we were in the same locker room for a long time. And if they had an issue, all they had to do was come up and say something to my face. And it's just weird. Cause I don't know if this is the face-to-face he's talking about, but I like Daniel Jones' face-to-face, man. That's all I'm going to say about the situation. I don't believe their face-to-face is meeting in the same way. Um, but Daniel Jones, he's getting down with the get-down. So with that being said, Daniel Jones, we also give you a round of applause, my friend. Round of applause, much respect right there in that situation, getting down with the team for, you know, I saw if it was the correct hit that put your, uh, I think it was your running back or somebody put him down pretty hard, nice little shot, and a decleater, let's call it that, hit him with a decleater, he went down, if it was no tackle, you know, they got on him, basically from there, things just advanced. Oh, man, that that's just wild, you know what I mean? I don't know how you guys feel about the football fights and everything, it used to be a lot more common in training camp, um... Used to be looked as looked at as a positive thing as you were building, you know, building uh, sportsmen like camaraderie, or you know, you've been through the wars, you've been through wars against each other. But I guess you know nowadays it's really bad. I believe they cut a somebody got cut for a bad play. I think it was in Carolina or something. They got carted off um, for a hard tackle. I watched the tackle. It didn't seem too bad to me, but it was a, a bad camera angle, and I think he caught his leg and probably destroyed his leg which is not you know you can't be doing that in training camp so whether it was inverted or intentional not intentional but it was um preventable i believe is what they're what they're gonna fall back on um with that being said family night for the packers coming up saturday august 7th that's our you know biggest thing to look forward to at this point um training camp you know we got through 
what was it, fifth day or something, something like that yesterday. I'm not really sure. We're back. We are back. Um, I haven't really came to you guys with anything from training camp because it's really not much we learned. Uh, you can look back and look at all the reports and, you know, a lot of people trying to fill headlines and get all that. I get it because, you know, we're back on the field. We're here, but we didn't learn very much about the Packers. Um, especially on the field, all the competitions are straight open competitions. Uh, we didn't get any real clear starters. You know, Myers was pretty clear at the center spot. He had a little issue with, um, what's your name, man? From San Bernardino High, man. Oh, man, I'll remember your name here in a second. Kenny Clark, Kenny Clark. I heard Kenny Clark gave him the business in the one-on-ones, but that should be expected. Kenny Clark, one of the best in the league, veterans. Um, that's who you want Myers learning from in those types of moves. So, you know, I'm pretty sure Myers is still our starter going forward, but we knew that. So, ultimately, we escaped it mostly um, injury-free. Uh, Rambo got hurt. I think our four-string linebacker, so we brought in somebody. You know, little things, but as far as the main main guys, I think we went pretty injury-free, which is always beautiful. That, that's amazing. Um, we'll take that. All right. So, with that being said, I didn't really cover much of the training camp because there wasn't too much to cover. Um, Jahir Alexander got his two picks on Rodgers. Always beautiful. Always beautiful. Uh, man, I'm still investing in the cards. Anybody, you know, I posted a picture not too far, you know, a couple episodes ago. Some cards right there, man. I got to get those integrated. Beckett has closed. PSA is still closed, remains closed. Oh, man, it's it's hard for our trading card collectors. And, and now I can say us because I've been at it a little while. I got some stacks, boy. I got stacks. And I got my old school collection. For those that didn't hear the episode, I still haven't thrown them out, man. They still just sit in the closet all super weather-torn and just beatered and battered and Oh, man. Oh, man. I had to tell that story yesterday to a coworker, and it broke my heart again to find those cards from my childhood just outside covered in just rain and just, oh, man, it was sad. With that being said, with that being said, oh, man, back to the Packers. So now we're going to focus on the Packers. I want to start with, I want to start with, what a, what, a, what a positive vibe is coming out of that defensive locker room, man. The defense, if you just listen to their interviews and everything, man, they're all hype. Everybody's active, you know what I mean? Everybody's having a good time. Eric Stokes and his snacks and, uh, you know, Jahir Alexander calling him out. And it, it's going down. There's something going on with, uh, I believe it's Preston Smith and, was it Preston? Pretty sure it was Preston and... Marquez and they're joking about each other so you know they got a little joking going on which is good but ultimately I'm, I'm gonna be honest man all the offensive interviews that I watched from the Packers besides Aaron Jones they're all very uh almost taking the Aaron Jones approach where it seems like there's a, another underlying message you know they're trying to they're not they're not having fun over there. It's it's hard to say they're having fun in the offensive room just judging by the interviews. I'm not on the field. I'm not watching the interactions. If you watch the defensive interviews, man, these guys are having a blast. These just their personality shine. You look at the offensive side and I want to say they all have the the Rodgers approach where everybody seems very bent on, you know, just very serious and like to the point. You you watch the David Bakhtiari for you know, his interview is very short. And, you know, had a lot of avoidance in it. He was kind of like avoiding topics and just going off on little rants in his own direction. Very interesting. Um, different vibe. But the defense, man, the defense. Besides Campbell, you know, our, our new, newer addition at inside linebacker. 
one of the veterans, he said something that really sparked something with me, though, when he was talking about inside linebacker and wearing the mic. And he said, you become the QB of the, de- of the defense. You become the quarterback of the defense, he said. And that was, that was deep, um, especially, I think it was, it was deep to where if there's any truth to it, it's a, a point of concern for the Packers in that we haven't spent much attention to that spot. We had Blake Martinez there, you know, just covering it for years, really. Um, not an excellent player. He was, he was good. He was a good, you know, inside linebacker, but definitely not, you know, a first-round pick type, high-quality, big-money free agent or anything. We've never really addressed that situation with a high pick um, that I can even remember. I should have done more research. However, Campbell, you got to take it from here. Um, he didn't have a lot of confidence oozing out of his uh, interview. I didn't feel like a lot of energy, but... You know, it's just his interview. He may not even be comfortable in the building yet. He just showed up not too long ago, still trying to get a grasp on the playbook and everything else. He didn't get the off season, so he's at a, a complete disadvantage, and hopefully he works his way into that, you know, ready to be the starter. After, you know, Campbell, Elton Jenkins, man. That's one dude who also a very serious, straight, you know, didn't joke too much, but that guy, Elton Jenkins, is a beast. Looking at him physically, at his shoulders and everything, and just – his mentality, his attitude, congratulations on the Pro Bowl selection, by the way. Elton Jenkins is a beast, man. Um, that dude is a force to reckon with. He's bouncing up and down the line. It looks like he may even be starting at left tackle for David Bakhtiari, who gave no injury update. Really, he's not letting us know if he's going to be there or not or when. Um, just leaving us complete suspense. I'm sure he has a better answer, but he wants to leave us like Rodgers. Not sure where he learned it from, you know, just just, just saying. Um, with that being said, Elton Jenkins, once again, man, amazing, amazing draft pick. I mean, he's just been everywhere on the line. I think he's played every spot now. The dude is just, I mean, he got annihilated in our last game. I know, I know. Don't even bring that up. However, you know, that was the best of the best. We all have bad games, and there were many people that got annihilated that game. Uh, with that being said, we'll jump on to Lazard. Um if you listen to Lazard, he's also he, he's. I want to say if I should have listened to his earlier uh, interviews from when he first started. I I want to say that dude had a spark. He was always laughing, having a good time, you know, super positive. It was sad to see Lazard like this. He was very fully on board the twelve bandwagon. Put it that way. He was fully taking. I think you know what these players are realizing is the same thing that Jermichael Finley has said, which is kind of you know I'm not taking. Does not even bring him up very much to Packer Nation because that dude, he just talks trash to everybody. You know what I mean? He's not in a good place. He's not a good person to use that on example. But Lazard, he's a, I think he knows now exactly what Finley said about Rodgers being the GM, the head coach. You know, Rodgers has the personnel decision. Rodgers has had so much input for a long time, and every player in that locker room will know. What Rodgers is doing, he's very high maintenance. He's the Madonna. You know what I mean? Um, we, we, we know that in Packer Nation. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, so we have no problem. You know, we've catered to him a long time. Mike McCarthy covered it up for a very long time. If you need proof, I mean, like Colin on the herd said, he had a problem with Brett Favre. Who, what, what NFL problem player has a problem with Brett Favre? I mean, Brett Favre is just there to play. We can go drink a beer afterward. I mean, he was sending, you know, 
PP pictures and things like of such at a later point in his career, but not too many people had an issue with Brett Favre. He was just there to play. He was going to play. Um, if he had a broken hand, for example, he played. If it was his thumb on a throwing hand, he played. It was pretty amazing. Um, but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has never gotten along with anybody, truly. I mean, maybe a couple wide receivers now. It's coming out. But with that being said, I don't need to go back over his family issues and everything else and his relationship issues. They're all in the tabloids. Go look them up. The dude has no history of success with relationships. With that being said, Aaron Rodgers, you're a great QB. We don't want your relationship advice. We don't care what it takes to have a successful relationship with you. We just need a quarterback. And they're going to be like, oh, well, look, look, look. He's one of those old school. No, man. We don't want our quarterbacks or our players making decisions. We don't want our wide receivers feeling like they have to bow down to the quarterback because he makes personnel decisions. We don't want this stuff, man. This is this is trash. Um, I think that what has happened is the Packers have been bending a little bit, bending a little bit. They understand that, you know, Rodgers is high maintenance, complaining all the time. He's been complaining since, you know, complaining since he came in the league. Basically about, you know, where he's got draft picked, what he expected higher. And he's always thought of himself as the number one, as number one, which he has proven himself multiple times to be up there as the number one. But he uh, he has no problem, no problem voicing. And he's, you know, he's had plenty of input with the Packers. Right now he's bad-mouthing, you know, the organization. Um, he, doesn't, he doesn't care. He knows that Goody probably has him one more year and then that leash is gone. Um, at which point Rodgers will not pull the Tom Brady and go win a Super Bowl. We can bet on that one. You guys can hit me on the social media, wherever you want. We can, you know, we can bet on that one. Bet, bet, bet. Don't care what team he goes to. Brady can retire and Rodgers can go over there. Rodgers going to tra- choke in the NFC Championship game. Bet. All right. With that being said, um, on from Lazard. Lazard didn't say too much. He was just, you know. Basically, he was drooling all over 12. It was kind of disgusting. It was sad because he didn't see much happiness, that spark that he typically has. It seemed like he was catering to Aaron Rodgers' uh, ego so that he could basically make the team and stay on the team is kind of what it seemed because I think they know that if Aaron Rodgers likes me, I'm not going anywhere, or that's how they feel at this point Um, because the Packers have given so much over time. Given a little, given a little, given a little. Rodgers wants more. Rodgers wants more. I think somebody told him no with the Jordan Love pick. Like, I totally get where Goody's coming from. If he if he did call Rodgers, would it make a difference? I mean, what are you going to tell him? Are you going to tell Rodgers, hey, we're drafting a quarterback? He's going to say no. Now what? You want to argue with him for five minutes on the phone? Like, what, he's not going to be happy about it. What's he going to say, okay, and then go pout about it in, in silence? I mean, what, what do you expect from Goody in that situation? You know, communication, communication. I know we need to cater to emotions and all, you know. Running a successful business and catering to emotions when it came to that, um, people might tell you what the recipe to success is, but until they demonstrate it, it's going to be very difficult for them to prove anything with facts. It sounds like a lot of opinion. Um, the greatest championship team at this point has been the Patriots, and I don't think, you know, they they care very much about personnel decisions from, the quarterback perspective, um, I'm, I think it's very clear. Brady made his own choice to his future over there, but other than that, Belichick ran the show. So, you know, I don't know. That's success right there. Um, Tampa Bay is a very strange scenario where they just sold out and they got the greatest quarterback in history, which I think is very, you know, the, the 
concrete fact that people will overlook. Um, you cannot put Aaron Rodgers in that situation. He is not that guy. He is not ringed up. He is not a winner in that fashion. No way, shape, or form, boy. Uh, Preston Smith, great interview. Um, went over why he took the pay cut and basically, you know, all he sees and understanding the business side of things and what he sees the team doing and understanding his potential with um, him, Z, and Preston and understanding, you know, he might get a a little less play, but he's going to be coming fresh and he's going to get his chances. Preston Smith had a great ending to last season, which was nice to see. Um, I mean, we had no problem with Preston, man. Preston, we we kind of disappointed when you didn't show up at the beginning of the season, but you started coming on hot, started coming on good, you know, and uh, took the pay cut, which was we needed it with the COVID, you know, and the, the COVID thing affecting all the cap space and everything, which brings me to the COVID protocols from the NFL teams with the vaccines and the policies and just bringing in experts to try to educate the players and going over these fines and what's going to happen because – I don't think they can legally tell them they have to get the vaccine. Oh, man, it was, it's sketchy. It's hard to see. Um, I know the players are being basically, um, what do you call it, soloed out. They're being definitely um, treated differently because they don't have a shot. Um, I don't know, you know, everybody's opinion on it is going to differ depending on, you know, where you're from probably. You could probably break a ge- geography uh Break it down, you know, through the areas or education level. I don't know exactly how they could break it down into numbers, but I haven't got one. I'm a dumb person in the ghetto. So if I'm going to doctor, it's probably because I'm dead or got shot. Um, I didn't go when I got stabbed. I actually super glued that one, which was the stupidest idea ever. Never do that. It was just, oh, oh, it's, it's all bad, man. It's all bad. That's for another podcast, Nipple Whiskers on the way. You know what I mean? Um, with that being said, Preston Smith and it took a pay cut. Great interview. If you if you got a little bit of time, I would listen to Preston Smith and Eric Stokes because Eric Stokes, man, it's so entertaining to listen to that guy. Um, I could just imagine him in the room with Jai here. They 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 must be having fun in that defensive room, man. The offense has to be looking over, wishing they were part of that defensive side because they got to be wilding out. Eric Stokes, I just want to say, what if? Dot dot dot. What if? What if Eric Stokes? is even a top five cornerback. Do you know what that means for the Green Bay Packers? They have Jahir Alexander, who's definitely a top three. If you get Eric Stokes to even be a top 10 cornerback, we're in the game. We got Kevin King who can basically cover, you know, if he has to, maybe even the slot, maybe out wide, you know, Kevin King, we can float him around. He's definitely some backup insurance plan because he probably won't be available most weeks. He's always hurt. Um, Eric Stokes talking about, Bought his grandma a house and the feeling of that. I mean, that was amazing. The dude's mindset is awesome. If you listen to his interviews, I mean, I look, I really look forward to his um, future. I'm not going to say he's the biggest dog, but just watching him, he's a personality that you can grow on and, you know, get attached to. He seems like a great person. Eric Stokes, welcome to Green Bay. Glad we made you the pick. Um, We needed a cornerback and your personality fits awesome in there. I, I, I love having you that energy. No one is there. All right. Just don't get corrupted. Don't get that Rogers syndrome. With that being said, um, you know, we all, we went over Rogers. You know where I stand. Great QB. I'll listen to you when you start talking about coverages and breaking it down. But when it comes to personnel, 
Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Please let the personnel department do what they do. Let Goody do what he does because he's formed a pretty dang good team. Pretty good team, man. Believe it or not. Um, I don't want many other teams in the league. I want our team. It's pretty awesome. And I'll take our team without you before I take our team without Goody. Um, Goody's, you know, building a better team than you ever would. I, I can tell you that. You still have Jordy Nelson out here. You still have Randall Cobb. You still have Clay Matthews. We're good. We're good. We're not going to play them until they're fossilized. Um, we move on. Keep them, you know, best player on the field. That's it. Your ego, your relationships, that's out the door. We do not care. Um, take it how you are. Take it as you is. Cry me a river. Really don't care. All right. With that being said, Charles Woodson, congratulations on your Hall of Fame introduction. Um, I think Charles Woodson had a lot of input in that Rodgers conversation about wanting to stay in Green Bay. We understand that. After he broke his collarbone, we didn't want to deal with his age, the injury, the risk, all that. I think it was a better story with him going back to um, the Raiders, you know, back to Oakland where he, that's where his heart is, you know, all that and how it played out. I didn't mind it. Charles Woodson would have been nice to have him one more year, sure. But, um, you know, I wasn't mad at Green Bay for letting him go. I understood it. I kind of wanted to keep him also, but I got that. Like they said, Rodgers brings up everything, all the names in his little 12-person list, but he didn't bring up Greg Jennings. Why? Because he talked trash on Rodgers at one point. He didn't bring up Jermichael Finley. Why? Because he talked trash on Rodgers at one point. Um, I was talking about free agents not coming into Green Bay. I did forget Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis is in the house. You know, one of my favorite players. Not a big signing. Not a big free agent. He hasn't done much. He's been consistent, but he's, you know, nothing like he was in his prime. I love that guy in his prime. He was just something else. He was amazing. Um, with Jacksonville, by the way. All right, folks. With that being said, there's a lot going on around the league. Things are starting to heat up. Football's back in action. Um, I'll start giving you guys real substance. I could have hit you with a lot of this training camp mix up. It's trying to like add things. And, oh, well, this player did. It's training camp, folks. Like this is practice. We're not going to dwell on little things and all that. If there was a big injury, I definitely would have been on it. If there was something big to report, I definitely would have been on it. Um, hey, man, we're happy to have. Everybody here, man, love y'all, man. Goody, we're happy that you're still on the team, man. Stop making them, trying to make them look bad, Rodgers, because uh, we'll be honest, man. We'll be honest. You're a great quarterback, but that's about where that goes, man. You can keep your relationship advice. You can do all that. Eric Stokes, love love hearing them. If you guys need to hear positive, you know, jump on, listen to Preston Smith and why he took the pay cut. Very positive. Like, I loved it. You know, that was pretty dope. But the Eric, Smo- Eric Stokes interview was amazing. Quitty Pay story, once again, check him out on YouTube. There's a Quitty Pay story about how he got his name and his community, and that that one's awesome. Um, Jordan Love came out, made an interview, talked about, you know, he's excited for preseason, so we get to see some Jordan Love. Um, I think we're all pretty amped for that one. We've been waiting for Jordan Love to get in effect. So let's see, man. Uh, super excited. I still think we should trade Devontae Adams if we're not going to work out some type of signing. It's very clear that he wants more than DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he was asked about it again. He wants larger than the DeAndre Hopkins number. Green Bay's not gonna doesn't want to chase that inflated number that you know doesn't doesn't really coincide with the wide receiver market. Devonte, he's got all ego in. He wants more than DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you got to look into contracts and figure out how they inflated that, moved it forward, and got him paid like super money, super money. It's it's crazy. So Devonte looks like you know I'm hoping he. It hurts, but I'm hoping we don't sign them to the numbers that they're predicting because we're not going to have much pie left. If you sign, give Aaron Rodgers what he's got, 
You gave Devontae, you know, highest money. I want you here, Alexander, to stay, guys. I really want you here to stay. Um, phone's going off. Busy man. I got to go. Got things to do. People to see. Cars to fix. Um, mechanic life. I love you guys, man. Go pack go all day. Um, anything pops up, I'll definitely bring it to you live. Jump, jump in the mix. Um, subscribe on social media. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. You know, we love you guys. Go pack go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, go pack go.